Hi everyone! Welcome back again to Fanfic Fireside with your host, me, Jonathan. Back in the last episode, we read about a big discussion between Connie and Lapis that it is a shame we never got in the TV series proper. It's yet another reason why well-made fanfics by dedicated fans are just so fascinating and important. Thank you so much for writing this, Dragon Alexis. Now, let's continue with your story on Xenopology Chapter 6, Amethyst. Hey, Amethyst. Amethyst cracked open her eyes, looking up from the rock she was currently sunning herself on in the shape of a seal. Yo, what up? Connie held out the bag of mixed nuts she brought. I thought you might be hungry. You can have the bag if you'd prefer. Sure. Amethyst gave a shrug of her flippers and with a flash of purple light, turned back into her usual self. She sat up while Connie dropped down on the sand beside her. Connie ripped open the bag, stuck her hand in, and pulled out a couple of almonds. She offered the bag to Amethyst, who grabbed an entire fistful of mixed nuts, then stuffed them in her mouth. Yum. The nuts in the plastic bag were gone within minutes. Amethyst let out a huge burp, leaned back, then said, So, what's really up? Uh, said Connie. Nothing. Just wanted to hang. Dude, you're super easy to read. Just spill. Connie bit her lip. I just just wanted to see how you were doing. Amethyst sighed, blowing a lock of white hair out of her face. She scowled out towards the ocean. Great, you too. What did Steven tell you? Nothing. He didn't tell me anything. Even better. I'm just that easy to read. No, no, Connie said quickly. It's not that. It's just, well, Steve and I were fused. Amethyst raised an eyebrow at her. Again? Yeah. Well, on the beach, fighting Jasper. We fused accidentally. But we did really well. So we thought it might be a good idea to do some training as Devani. And well, Connie's cheeks darkened. It's fun, you know? A small smile played at Amethyst's lips. Yeah, I do. She lay back down and stared at the cloudless blue sky above. So you've picked up stuff from Stevani? Connie nodded, even though she wasn't sure if Amethyst could see it. Fusing was strange, at least in her experience. Maybe it worked different for full gem fusions, but at least for Stevani, it's as though it wasn't as though a total mind transfer happened. You didn't come out of it knowing everything the other person knew. Steven wouldn't know the names of Connie's grandparents, and Connie wouldn't know which drawer Steven kept his socks in. The only things that transferred over were the things they explicitly shared. The memories of everything they did as Stevani, the things they thought about as Stevani, the emotions they shared as Stevani, joy, exhilaration, annoyance, anger, frustration, fear, triumph, worry. Stevani had been really worried about Amethyst, so now Connie was too. And that was kind of weird, because obviously, Connie cared about Amethyst. Though she was super cool, admired her fighting, relished her magic, looked up to her, but they'd only ever hung out a couple of times. The caring was more of an extension of her caring for Steven. But now she had memories flowing around in her head, memories that weren't hers, memories that she couldn't quite focus on, of Amethyst yelling and crying and desperate, and it was impossible not to act on them. 
You're really that beat up about Jasper? Connie asked. Duh, of course. Amethyst's voice was a growl. She still wasn't looking at Connie. My job was to protect you guys. Instead, I nearly got shattered and you two had to come in and save me. Amethyst, that's not fair. You tired Jasper out. <laughs> you did. And when we went against her, it was two versus one and we were refused. So that's not the point, Amethyst snapped. Jasper and me are both quartzes. We're meant to be the same, but I'm tiny and she's huge and I'll never be able to be her. So what, Connie wanted to say. She wanted to tell Amethyst how little it mattered, how Jasper was just a giant jerk, how being able to defeat her didn't mean anything, how Amethyst was cool and funny and brave and a thousand times better than that other lousy hunk of rock. But Connie didn't because another part of her got it. She got what it was like to try and try and try at something and feel like she'd never be as good as people expected her to be. It was the feeling she got whenever she got a report card back with comments about how she was struggling with her public speaking and group work. She got what it was like to be surrounded by magic and monsters and feel as though she could never measure up. She understood what it was like to know that her friends were in danger and to feel as though she'd never be good enough to be able to help them. She was still afraid of that a little, and she knew she'd never be as strong or as powerful as a gem. But she'd been training and practicing and that fear had faded. Maybe Amethyst needed the same thing. You could ask Pearl for help, Kind suggested. No, no. Amethyst's fist clenched. She thinks, she thinks I'm so much better at fighting than I am. I don't. I can't let her know how much I suck. Besides, I've trained with her before. It never works. I just mess up and start acting stupid. Then she gets angry and then I'm just let, a let out a huge groan of frustration then flop down on her back. No pearl. Connie sat there, awkward. She kind of wanted to reach out, put a comforting hand on Amethyst's arm or give her a hug, but she wasn't sure if Amethyst would like that or if it would even help. How could she help? It wasn't like she could magically make Amethyst bigger or stronger any more than Amethyst could make her better at presentations or give her gem powers. An idea came to her. Amethyst, would you train me? What? Amethyst turned to stare at her. You don't need me. You've got Pearl and Steven. Yeah, but I'm not going to be fighting Pearl and Steven in a real battle, said Connie. If we're gonna be fighting monsters and homeworld soldiers, then I'm gonna need to be prepared for more than what they can throw at me. Then go train with Garnet. Connie shook her head, and only partly because the thought of going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Garnet still made her blanche. <laughs> but you've got so many abilities for me to fight against. I mean, you've got your whips, medium range, and short range practice. That spin dash would be excellent for reflexes and dodging. And you can shapeshift, so you can be practically any size at all. Amethyst rolled over to look at her. Do you really think I can help? Yes, Connie exclaimed. Pearl's amazing. She really is, but you were right. In battle, I'm not always gonna be able to really focus and think. I just gotta do it. It was your advice about being loose that we needed to fight Jasper. I wanna learn how you fight too. The gems sat up. She was rubbing her elbow, staring down into her lap, not answering, tempted. She needed something else to push her over the edge. Connie smiled and put on her most casual voice. And if you want, I could show you some of the stuff Pearl taught me. 
Amethyst peeked at her from behind her long bangs, conflicting emotions on her face. Fine, she said at last. I mean, great. Jem stood up and stretched. One thing, though, if we're going to do this. What? asked Connie. Amethyst smiled, sharp and predatory. Her gem glowed and a whip appeared in her hand. Run! She snapped the whip mere inches from Connie's leg. The girl jumped up, making a startled sound halfway between a yelp and a laugh. I don't have my sword. So? Amethyst said, bearing her whip again. What if you get disarmed in battle? What are you going to do then? Connie stretched again, jumping out of the way of another whip strike. She scanned the beach quickly, catching sight of a promising-looking piece of driftwood. She charged off towards what would hopefully be her new weapon. Amethyst laughed and transformed into a hawk and bore down after her. Training was on. Another interesting chapter with more gems and Connie. Really reminded me why I love this series and the moments in the fic. Well, that was fun. But so, join me again next time as we continue the story of Zen Apology and the story and the rest of the story with Connie's, you know, next heart to heart talk with the main gems. Until next time, we will always find a way.